everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. My name is Stephanie Hansen. I am the podcast host, and I'm here today with my friend Debbie Wolk. And Debbie, do you um, like to be called Deborah or Debbie? Do you have a different professional name than your personal? I go by Debbie, but you can certainly call me Deb. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I feel like we're friends now because you've been we so are. helpful with me with the launch of the True North Cabin Cookbook. I first met you. I think, was it uh, one of the markets that I did? Yeah, I I was involved in a lot of pop-ups for a lot of years, and I feel like we met at one of those. And you are, a uh, technical word is a ceramicist, I think is what we call you, correct? It is. I paint on um, bisqueware, so I do hand painting on ceramics. And mm-hmm. it is, her company is Debbie Wolk Designs. And I just have been so impressed by your work, but also equally impressed by your sort of marketing panache and your ability to take this craft and you really have made it like a business and you've always coming out with great ideas and you just seem like you are someone that this is like not just a hobby, not just something you do seasonally, like this is a business. And I just wonder what it's like to take a hobby and to make it into a business as successful as yours. Well, yes, I think you nailed it by saying that um, it did start as a hobby. I've always been creative and I've always painted in some way in my life, starting as a kid. And Um, For years, I was in sales, starting out in television, transitioned to advertising sales for a magazine, and I did that for about 18 years and uh, always painted. And um, a friend of mine, actually, the way I started was a friend of mine had a bowl on his coffee table. We were in our 20s, and I commented on the bowl and asked where he got it. He told me his mom painted it. For him. And so I immediately said, I got to get me some of that. <laughs> and I signed up for the class and started right away. And then I was at that studio for 23 years. And wow. that was, yeah, it was just my therapy. And my kids were young and I would do that um, one night a week. And it was really social and relaxing and therapeutic. And, um, and it was really collaborative because you're working with a bunch of people, all of whom are doing this as a hobby, but everyone's coming with different ideas. So it was very inspirational. And, you you know, you piggyback onto each other's ideas a lot. Um, but what started happening is I would um, bring things home, people would see them, and then they'd start asking me to make them things. And I would do it as gifts. And then people started ordering pieces and it turned into custom orders. And um, after doing that as my side gig for many years, Um, I eventually decided I wanted to make it a business. So I slowly transitioned out of my sales job and started doing this and ramping it up. And it became um, actually um, from there, I transferred into doing pop-up events, uh, which I would go all over town and do, you know, the country club shows over the holidays. I would do um, different maker events and, that became a really big passion of mine. But as I got older and the boxes were heavier and heavier, I started dreaming about being in the studio. So, And you are in a studio now, correct? I am, yes. Uh, the way that came about is um, it was kind of my aha moment. I had 
really enjoyed doing my pop-ups and I had um, started a, a company after I left my sales job called Boutique Events. And um, I named my uh, maker event Artagogo. And I would rent spaces throughout the Twin Cities, like unique, uh, interesting artistic spaces. And then I would curate the show and bring on different Minnesota makers. And I would have up to 30. Um, and that might be actually where I met you. Yeah. Uh, and we we had some really fun, cool places. And I would say I did that for about three years. And while I was doing that, I would continue to go to shows um, in the Northeast Arts District and Art World, which I'm sure you've heard of, yes. uh, is a big, huge, successful uh, studio tour in uh, Northeast Minneapolis. And uh, I believe it's the largest one in the Midwest, maybe even the country. Uh, and there was one building in particular that I was just in love with called the Casket Arts Building. Yeah. And so I would go every year and I'd always tour that building and I have a good friend who had a studio on the third floor. So I used to always go into her studio and catch up with her. And um, my heart would just race when I would go in the building. I loved it so much. And it just had a good energy to me. I used to always ask her to keep me in mind if she ever heard of anything opening. And there was a huge wait list. So it was a, a dream that I thought would never be attainable. But then um, one day I ran into her and she said, hey, <laughs> are you still interested in moving into the building? because I'm looking for a new studio mate. And I was so excited and so nervous and didn't think I could do it. And I didn't even tell my husband about it for a couple of days because I was just noodling it in my head. And when I finally told him, he said, well, why wouldn't you do that? Just crunch the numbers, see if it works. And if it does, I think you should follow your dream. And when he said that, I'm like, ooh, I don't really have an excuse not to do this. I should do it. And so I made it happen. I think it was literally one of the happiest things I've of my life, you know, to sign that lease and follow a dream of something I've always wanted to do. And I just find being in a studio and surrounded by creative people in a creative environment is really good for my soul. Yeah. And do you, I, I often wonder about, cause like food, it was my hobby and now it's kind mm -hmm. of my business. Sure. Do you have less love for painting now that it is your business? That's so funny. I get asked that a lot and I do not. I I think when that passion goes away is when I need to hang up my paintbrush because I truly love painting every day. If I'm not painting, I miss it. Um, I find when I'm out of town or on vacation and I go five days without it, I need to do something else. Um, I like staying busy. I need to do something creatively with myself. And um, so then I start, I keep a journal where I write down ideas and I do sketching. And so when I'm not actually Physically painting is when I'm kind of coming up with design ideas and trying to find inspiration. Yeah. So and your pieces are really thoughtful. Like for, I want to tell people about the piece you did for my book launch. Um, you yeah. made a cookie tray that was a platter and it had a recipe actually on it. That was my mother-in-law, her, she's 91, her shortbread cookie recipe that kind of bookended the book as the last piece of the book. It was the last recipe that was accompanied by a story about her and how all of the grandchildren always wanted her to make Dolores' shortbread when they came. And you made this platter for me that we could auction or we raffled it off at the cookbook signing mm -hmm. that I did at the Lynn Hall. And she told me she probably promptly ordered two more. She was so she did. 
enamored by this that you could <laughs> make this platter with a recipe on it. And she ordered some for a couple of the grandkids, I think. I, she won't tell me. But yeah. um, it was just really, it's a really special piece. And she was so excited when she saw it. And I imagine that's how people feel. But you also have like custom bowls and you have like fun cabin things, but also your artistry of just the beautiful pieces that you do. How do you like get your ideas? You said you just keep a notebook, I suppose, just like when you hear funny sayings and. Mm-hmm. I have, um, it's funny, people know I, I do, um, I call them my quote dishes and it's a small little dish. It's big enough for like a little trinket dish to put your jewelry or change in or whatever. And uh, on those, I always do funny quotes. And um, it's like when you go to a store and you see a group of people standing in front of the greeting cards and they're laughing. Yeah, that's kind of what happens at my display. It shows is people stand in front of these quote dishes and are laughing and pointing and showing their friends to come look. And oh, and they always know someone who that quote is perfect for that they need to buy it for. And that's kind of my goal with those. And friends of mine will send me quotes all the time that they see. And I keep a list in my phone and in my notebook of funny sayings. And um, so that's that's one of the big sellers, I would say, of my line. Um, I like to come up with new collections, but I get, you know, I get inspired by when I travel, I get inspired by my friends, uh, my family, um, patterns that I see, nature, you know, I might see a tree that has a leaf that is interesting to me and I'll sketch it out. Or I might see a wallpaper when I'm at someone's house and I'll (laughs) take a picture of the wallpaper and try and, you know, sketch something that's in my head. And there's things that come to me in the middle of the night that I will write down and, um, on a bike ride, whatever it is. And, um, that's why I keep that notebook for those ideas. Um, a lot of time on the airplane, (laughs) I I think things too, but, um, what are some of your favorite custom pieces that you've done? Can you think of? Well, the recipe idea started years ago, actually, I used to do it on a bowl, um, where I'd write the name of the recipe in the center of the bowl. And then I would do the recipe circular, around the interior of the bowl. And um, that was really popular. People loved it. And I started transitioning and doing platters and all different kinds of things. Um, You know, like a a cocktail on a pitcher, I could do something like that. And people just love those because they're so unique. And it's such a good gift to give someone to show um, that you've thought about them. And, you know, I've always been, it's important to me, the act of a thoughtful gift is something that's really been important over the years. I always take time when I'm picking out gifts to consider the person I'm giving it to. And this is how I use my creativity. And I'm not a big gift card person. I like to really have the gift be personal and put time into even the presentation. Um, You know, like a frame photo from a vacation or uh, a quote that has mutual significance for both of us. Uh, I even, which is what I'm sure you do. I like to cook. I like to I'll bring banana bread or someone's favorite soup, that yes. kind of thing. And so I just find that when I'm creating my custom ceramics, I'm trying to to also do that in my ceramics. So um, I have a platter that I do for weddings, um, anniversaries, engagements, things like that, where people will give me about 24 words and I create, um, it's almost like a puzzle. Yeah. And I turn the words sideways and I stack words and um, put them in different directions to fit them all on there. And each time I do it, I don't know how it works, but it does. Um, And that's super fun for people to see, you know, for a newlywed couple. Um, 
And, you know, I do mugs for kids going away to college after they graduate from high school. I do a huge graduation business where uh, I put the kid's name on the mug and a bunch of words about the college they're going to and the college logo. Um, and that's a big one. Uh, yeah, your pieces I, are super thoughtful. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. How do you, so you're in this studio space. Mm-hmm. Do people, is it still important for you to get out of the studio and do pop-ups or do you just drive traffic right to the studio? You know, I'm doing less and less of the pop-ups. There's one, uh, I do this Minnesota State Fair every year. I'm in somebody else's booth actually with a bunch of other Minnesota makers that I love doing. I don't have to be there physically, but uh, I provide my product for that. And then the same person, it's called Holly House Boutique. She also does a big pop-up event in Egan or Burnsville for the holidays. And I do that show. And so I just keep that stocked throughout the holiday season. That's really the only one I do anymore other than just driving traffic right to my studio or to my website because I do sell. I'm on Shopify and you can order it from my website. But um, I I just find that I don't need to do the pop-ups when I have a space that is so fantastic that people yeah. can come to me. And I am in a lot of retail stores now too. I do a wholesale business. So I'm in maybe 12 stores at this point. And so a lot of times the owners will come to the store to do their ordering or off of my website yeah. and we collaborate. And then so great. we'll come up with, yeah, some fun new ideas that are specific to their town or to their customer base. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. a lot of like the cabin culture, you know, people have Mm -hmm. special names for their places or their cabins. Exactly. And you really have a whole, I mean, people could get a whole line of things for their cabin. They, yeah, they do. And I do a lot of cabin business actually. And I've done a lot of things for the different lakes in Minnesota with buoys and sailboats and um, anchors and all that. So I do a lot of, you know, lake custom pieces that are fun to do. And, um, People love giving them as gifts and they love getting them as gifts too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to talk to you around holiday season because I've been very appreciative of working with you. I'm a huge fan of your work. And Thank you. And I am of you. yours. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. It's been a, the Mutual Admiration Society. But yeah, you know, you're a Minnesota maker and I've had really admired the way that you've taken this talent of painting and really turned it into a business. You know, I know when you have those little bowls that have the different sayings in them, like that's something that like ceramics aren't like something people think about their dishes, like when they get married. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes more like an occasional gift item. So I love that you're always like getting front and center with new ideas, new reasons to buy different things. And yes. also like just decorating in your house in general, you know, we get sort of stuck and we have all the same stuff. I like yes. moving it around. Exactly. I love to refresh. Um, I, I refresh my inventory a lot, you know, coming up with new designs every season, new collections. And then that translates into my house as well. Like you said, it's fun to move your accessories around. And, you know, you don't always need new stuff, but you can move around things you have. And then it's fun to add a new piece or two. And so a lot of times that's what this can do for you is um, just add to what you already have. Yeah, a refresh, as it were. mm -hmm, All right, so how can people follow you? Oh, boy, they can follow me on Instagram at Debbie Wolf Design Ceramics. And I do use my Instagram a lot, and I post a lot. And now I'm, you know, the new challenge with Instagram, of course, is reels. Yes. (laughs) You have to do reels now. 
So I've been working on that. And luckily I have some young people, my kids who can tell me, help me do that. Yes. But I, th- I think I do have the hang of it now. Um, so Instagram, I'm also on Facebook at Debbie Wolf Designs. And then of course my website, DebbieWolfDesigns.com. And um, then I have my studio, which is at the Casket Arts Building. Well, thanks for being my guest today. It was really fun to chat with you. I just wanted to highlight your business because I think you do such great work. And if people want to connect with you on any of your items, I hope they do because I've been really pleased. Thank you. It was so good to talk to you. Yeah, have a great day. Thanks for having me. You too. Bye-bye.